Well, it is Monday, July 26, 2021. Man, I'm sore. Ooh, I am really sore. I got out of the habit of uh, doing my 100 push-ups a day and uh, slacked up. I started doing 25, 50, 25, 50, and uh, so today I did my 100, and I'm sore. <laughs> I'm in my 60s, guys. I'm sore, but um, yeah, it's cool. It's what you got to do to stay in shape, and uh, staying in shape means you got to stay knowledgeable of what's going on. Going to connect a bunch of little dots today here on the Paul Truesdale podcast. What do you say we get our introduction out of the way? We'll eventually get the disclaimer out of the way. Let's have a little bit of fun. The Paul Truesdale podcast is sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing, and Longview Forecasting, practical forecasting for the busy professional and business owner. The Paul Truesdale Podcast. General business and economic observations. Individual wealth. Tips, tricks, tools, or techniques. And things that made Paul raise his eyebrows, shake his head and purse his lips while taking a deep breath. Let's get started. Betsy is giving milk. Betsy's not a happy camper. And always remember, never forget, you got to follow the money. Following the money is really, 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 really important. And uh, one of the things I did this morning is I abused and abused Facebook. I also did the same thing with uh, LinkedIn. You know, it's funny. I, I t- I've told you this a few times in the past. And it is absolutely unequivocally beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt true uh, and that is that uh, Facebook, when it first came out, I was an early adopter. I like that phrase, early adopter. Huh? Is that kind of cool? I don't know really quite what that means, but um, I think being an early adopter has been something that I've always done. I did my first radio broadcast at the age of 12. So I've been doing radio broadcasting for now 51 years, okay? And um, at the time, I was using a CB base station. For those of you who are clients who've heard this before, just go ahead and chill out for a second. This is for somebody who might be new. And I used to have a CB base station. My dad and I, uh, my dad bought it. It was a Christmas present or it was a birthday present. It might have been a birthday present. Or it might have been I got it from my uh, babysitting and uh, snow shoveling. I don't know what I did. I, I got the base station. I don't remember how I got it. But anyways, we went down to the basement and... Uh, Looked at all the transistors and everything. We juiced it up. We uh, put an antenna that ran from my bedroom out one of my windows. I had a corner unit at the house up to the uh, rotary uh, antenna for the uh, television. For those of you who don't know this, what you used to do years ago when you had ABC, NBC, CBS, and this is before the uh, UHF channels, and I fully understand a lot of people, I don't even know what you're talking about. They have no idea what UHF channels are anymore. Anyways... You used to have a, uh, a uh, triangular uh, thing, this metal contraption uh, that you went up in your, on the side of your house. And I'm tongue-tied for anyways. Anyways, you had a big cement base, and you had a um, scaffolding, I guess. We'll just use it. You went up, and you put your antenna up there. And uh, this is what you do when you're doing a, 
extemporaneous. So yeah, just bear with me. It'll come to me what it is. Put the antenna up there, and it had a, a power that went up to it. Of course, you had the antenna wire. And you would adjust the location, the pointing of the antenna, depending upon the frequency. So if you wanted ABC and you get it clear, you pointed your antenna one direction, ABC, CBS. And what my dad and I did is I crawled up this thing as a kid. He didn't, you know, this is before safety harnesses, none of that stuff. You just went up and did it. And um, so anyways, I had my antenna wire that went up there. So it was boosted. One of the things my dad and I did is we hooked a, a battery up to the thing. And uh, we insulated it. And to get more juice to the thing, my dad understood that from years ago. Advantages of being in World War II. Anyways, um, bottom line is I had a, uh, quite, a, quite a thing. I don't remember what channel I broadcasted on. It was a big deal because it was 40 channels. Woo! And uh, breaker, breaker, one, nine, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way up to 40. Anyways, I uh, had the kids in the neighborhood and I would spin records and I would do things. And I had a ball doing that stuff. And uh, I can tell you that one of the songs that uh, I used to uh, spin to was uh, To Sir With Love. This was the uh, time when City Pottier, a black man, was actually a big deal in the uh, movies. And uh, this is a song by Lulu. And this is the movie called To Sir With Love. And uh, it's just cool. It's about graduating from school in uh, London and becoming an adult and what happens. Kind of cool. It's a really good movie. kind of funny how songs and uh, movies bring back so many memories and i'm sure you've got the memories that uh, although i don't know if you if your era was slam dancing and all of the uh hip-hop and the uh crap that came out the you know all the uh, spitting in the microphone maybe i don't know maybe you got some good memories of that hopefully you don't have memories of shootings like they have in chicago if i get a chance i may talk a little bit about that but yeah, so, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, and is, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it, and kind of mastered the craft a little bit. Some of you might not think so. But it's a great way to communicate with people. One of the things we'll be doing is launching a, a new company, which we've talked about before, Dispatch. And for those of you who are in business, or those of you who do have a podcast already, go ahead and get a hold of me. Find any one of a million different ways to get a hold of me. And uh, we'll talk about dispatch. Actually, I'll ship you over to the president of the company, who happens to be my eldest son, and he'll give you all the details. We're going to be doing a lot of beta testing, giving a lot of subscriptions away for free. So let me know if you're interested in that. Kind of a cool thing coming up. But I want to talk a little bit about the militarization of space. We've talked about this 
in our office for eh, the better part of 30 years. I've talked about it for the better part of, uh, I guess, nearly 60 years, if I think about it. In the prior podcast, I talked about Sputnik. I talked about Yuri Gagarin. I talked about the Russians, the first man who orbited the globe. And people making a big deal about, oh, Bezos, oh, Branson, oh, Musk. I got news for you. This stuff has been going on for a long, long time. So anyways, bottom line is, oh, and by the way, he didn't just go up and down. He went around the whole thing, you know. I wonder if you, how do you go around something that's flat? Is it flat? I don't know. Is the world flat? Based upon the current flavor of the day where everybody is forced to believe everything that's going on. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. So one of the things we need to pay attention to is the Chinese. There is really not a lot of doubt. Um, you had that, what was that? There was a TV show, Space Force, Space Force or something like that. The uh, guy who was in the office, uh, Steve Carell, I think. It was, uh, I watched some of those episodes and how the Chinese wound up going to the moon and <laughs> basically attacked each other's uh, uh, space station or, or moon, moon pad, whatever. Uh, our guys went over there and TP'd theirs and they crossed them in the, in, in the lunar soil. And when we went back to our place, they had trashed ours. They had destroyed it. So, you know, the thing is, um, always remember, never forget, there is no such thing, never has been. And no matter what your little mommy, daddy, or somebody else says, there has never been a war based upon uh, social reasons or political reasons. All wars are based upon one single thing, economics. It's always about economics. When you look to the root cause of war, it's economics. So there's always an economic war. There's always going to be a political war, and they people get everybody all ginned up for emotions, red, white, and blue, or red, or the star, whatever it is, you know, that gets you all going. But it's always going to be... Money, 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 money. I should have, I should play the song Money right now, okay? So one of the things, there's a lot of money to be made in this stuff, okay? And understanding very carefully how to position yourself personally and from an investment standpoint, again, it's always about following the money. Look at, for example, the Belt and Road. You got to look at where the Chinese and the Russians are putting in pipelines and where we're not. And you've got to look at where, for example, lithium is coming from. Now, for those of you who are clients, we're going to be going in great detail in these areas for you. But a lot of this is just simply in, online, going in and looking at the South China Sea, looking at the islands that they're making, look at the little bit of issues going on between uh, China and for the Philippines, China and Vietnam. Look at what's going on between China and Taiwan. It, you know, there's just a matter of time before they attack and take over Taiwan. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We do not have the military capability to do anything for it. I ask you this question. Would you be willing to begin sending missiles, airplanes, nuking China and when, they in, when they do, which I think they will, invade Taiwan. You have to ask yourself that question. Are you willing to have a few nukes hit our soil? I mean, they have that capability now. So again, how much mutual defense pact treaty stuff are we willing to do? 
again, everybody always takes the emotional stuff from it. Now, I guarantee you there are going to be people who are going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe. Other people are going to be saying, yes, they're out of their minds. They want to, you know, always want to fight. But business doesn't like fighting. Business likes continuity. So if you can take something over gradually and methodically, uh, you're always better off. And that's it's exactly what's been going on with China. And um, it's very methodical on how they do things. Let's talk a little bit about espionage right after this. Due to Paul's extensive holdings and that of his clients, you should assume that he and his firms have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. By listening to this podcast and using this website in any manner, you understand the information presented is provided for informational purposes. Nothing said, written, or otherwise communicated in any form should be construed as an offer, recommendation, or solicitation to buy or sell a security. I love that thing. So one of the things that we have going on are lobbyists. And so when you have, for example, espionage, you have both internal and external espionage. It's always easy to bribe people to get them to switch allegiance from uh, the red, white, and blue to the, uh, the greenback. And that is something that's happened for many, many years. If you get a chance, go online and go to Wikipedia, which is not the greatest source in the world, but you can see Man, there are a lot of people in this country who have betrayed us. So you've got both internal, internal, internal and external, but you also have something called lobbying. You know, I, I read this article and I did a little research. I'm not complete in the research, but the amount of money that China spends either directly or indirectly on lobbying is unbelievable. They're the biggest lobbyists here in the United States. So is it any wonder why... You have, for example, uh, Nike is a good example. The CEO said, we're not an American company. Nike is not an American company. And they basically get most of their product made in China. And they said, you know, basically, we're a Chinese company. They talk about being a global company. So one of the things you have to understand is that a company is a legal entity. Companies can be sued. Companies can have money taken away from them. Companies have rights. But what you can't do is put a company in jail. I mean, you, you just can't do it. We, ne- we have never gone out and like, okay, we're going we're gonna to crush you. And here's the thing. This is an important concept. CEOs and CFOs and all that, they basically can get away with absolute bloody murder. Absolute bloody murder. And there's nobody who, well, can atone for it. I mean, it just is what it is what it is. It's a lot like this. Here's the thing. Mandating vaccines. I want you to understand that. When the federal government comes out and mandates that everybody has to have a vaccine, which that is coming, that's just a matter of time before that comes. I mean, it just, it is going to happen. What's interesting is how are they going to square that with my body, my choice? So you have a man and a woman, they get together and they do the hokey pokey. And all of a sudden, you know, a couple of things connecting, you got a, a little baby in the bun. Now, the woman gets to say, my body, my choice. However, think about this for a minute. The man doesn't get a choice. Even though two people are together and you say, listen, I do not want kids. If, you know, we, we agree ahead of time on what's going to happen, right? 
Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. Done. Okay. So, with that in mind, now we got one in the bun, and the decision's now made by my body, my choice. I want it. And so the party who did not want to be a party to a child is now required to pay child support. Now, what happens when you get that? You get all of these emotions that go bananas and everybody loses their mind. Ay, 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 ay. However, many of the people who are screaming, my body, my choice, are screaming, mandatory vaccines are absolutely required. So when you look at any subject, no matter what it is, follow the money. See who is the most vocal. Remember, the vocal... The loudest squeak gets the most oil or gets the oil first, that thing, okay? The bottom line we have going on here is, I say it a lot of times, bottom line, we have to have the realization that the Chinese have got a real grip on the country. I think it's, we're way beyond the slippery slope. I think that they're, they've impregnated the country with a philosophy that is pro-them and a lot of this is just kabuki theater. A lot of this is just posturing. Oh, thump, you know, chest thumping, tub, uh, tub thumping, you know, thump, 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 thump. You know, the people on the side, they take the plastic barrels and screaming and hollering and carrying on. But the bottom line is we've got to be concerned about the long-term viability of the nation because are we going to have a real nation? So anyways, it is what it is, what it is. Pay attention to the militarization of space. We need a new enemy. It may be the little green creatures. I talked about that yesterday. Uh, it might be, I don't know what it's going to be. You know, I think the, the virus is a perfect example of that uh, hooky-pooky, spooky force that's out there that uh, everybody needs to be concerned about. Let's take 30 seconds. I'll be right back. I lied. That was 15 seconds. So one of the other things I want to talk a little bit about is I want to talk a little bit about the realization of human rights. You know, do we really have human rights and are we focusing on the right things? Now, I get it that you have people who are switching teams from a, um, you know, body part standpoint. Uh, yesterday I was a guy. Now I'm going to be a girl or vice versa. I get this idea that you have people identifying as being female and then are in female sports. I just feel sorry for women. They're just continually put down. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't get it. Uh, if, if I was a true feminist, which I actually believe in equality, I believe in equality and equal opportunity. I don't believe in equal outcome. I think you should always earn whatever it is that the position that's out there, it, it should be fair. It should be a level playing field. Let the chips fall where they may. I get that. That's not the politically correct thing. Nobody likes that, okay? Uh, if some had their way, that's what they would probably do to me. Some of you might say, yes! and I get that too. But here's the thing. With, when we focus so heavily on things like, you know, you have a right to be... Um, transgender, you have a right to put wear purple hair, you have a right to wear a tutu, you right, have the right to have hairy legs, to wear lipstick, and to be basically a creature from the Black Lagoon 
Um, brightly colored, brightly colored, and you get to read to my, our children in a, a library. I, I know that's a complete extreme. I get that. But those are things that we are fighting for the right to do that. On the other hand, you have people who are being murdered every day. And the, the problem with journalism is that let the chips fall where they may. I'll, tell you an ex- I'll give you an example. Uh, you have an article that appeared this morning about a guy who pulls a gun and shoots and kills one, and sh- three others are, are shot in Fort Worth, Texas. Now, I was born in Dallas, so once upon a time, going from Dallas to Fort Worth was a big deal. Fort Worth used to stink, by the way. Back in the 50s and 60s, Fort Worth was where you went for all the cattle, okay? That's where all the cattle from all over the green earth. You had Kansas City, you had at Fort Worth, okay? They had the stockyards there. So the stockyards in Texas used to stink to high heaven in Fort Worth. And those of us in Dallas, well, you know, again, that was all a little bit more sophisticated. That's where you had the Earl, the money that came from Earl, not oil, Earl, E-A-R-L. That's what you call it over there back in the day. We got some Earl. But what happened is they had a party. Uh, this guy pulls a gun, bada-bing, bada-boom, bada-bang. He makes some shoots. He's a shooting people. Here's the weird thing. Cops aren't talking about who is a victim or who the bad guy is. They're keeping that under wraps. Why? Why would they do that? Well, apparently the people there got angry at the guy who was shooting and picked up stones and stoned him to death. Let me ask you a question. If you had a, a curious mind, who do you think might be the type of person who has a historical, cultural capability of stoning people? Would it happen to be people maybe from the Middle East? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Would not surprise me, Gomer. Would not surprise me one bit, but here's the thing. A guy shoots somebody, you pick up a stone, and you hit him. Everybody else picks up stones, and they stone him to death. Okay, I got no problem with that. Bad guy, he pays a price. But don't you think in a world of full transparency, because we got to have full transparency. Transparency, and everybody's always screaming about transparency. Shouldn't be, you know, that apply to everything? Be right back. 15 seconds. Now, when you listen to the Paul Truesdale podcast, I always remember, never forget, I'm not bitching, complaining, or carrying on. I want you to think. I have a little phrase called think about it. And one of the things I want you to think about is look at what's going on in the Olympics. Ah, everybody's talking about the wrong thing. Listen to what they say on CNBC. I do not listen or watch mainstream news. Every once in a while, I will turn it on. I can stand it for about 10 minutes, and i got to get it off. One of the things I do is I have a service. I have lots of services I pay for that will keep me abreast of what people are talking about. But I went to CNBC this morning, and they've got a guy in there. I can't stand him. He's just a punk kid. This guy was talking about, oh, well, how are the ratings? And they were like, well, the ratings aren't as good as they are. And one of the things they did is they made excuse for the ratings saying, here's the gig. Here's the gig. We really don't know. Maybe the ratings are really good because so many people are streaming and this and that. We, you know, it's not like the old Nielsen ratings, right? 
And I thought to myself, they're going something with this, but here's what they did. And this is the key thing I picked up on. They didn't talk about NBC, the parent company. What they used was the peacock. That's, so you know NBC has a logo and it's a, it's a peacock, right? It's changed over the years. But they kept talking about the peacock, the peacock, the peacock. And I kept thinking, what's with this damn peacock thing? Well, you see, it didn't take very long for me to go, oh, I got it. They do not want to associate the low ratings with NBC, but they have to report on it because it's a news organization. So what do they do? Yeah, they went ahead and soft-pedaled it and talked about the peacock. You know, you hear these people who are specialists as press release, public relations, spokespeople, and you hear, what did you say? You didn't say anything. Politicians do that. You ask a question, they dance. You ask another question, they dance. That's the reason why these debates aren't really worth the time and effort that we, you know, spend on them because they don't really get in and ask, you know, I demand that you answer the question. Instead, what do you get? Oh, hogwash. Yeah, that's what you get. You get a lot of hogwash. Get all sorts of types of hogwash. Boy, that's some hogwash there. That's right, Andrew. All sorts of different kinds of hogwash. So the bottom line is, follow that. Go to CNBC. Go to some of the others. When they start talking about the ratings, and NBC probably won't do this, but they'll talk about the peacock. I draw you back to Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan, not Paul Ryan. That guy's a jackass. I draw you back to, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy, he's a senator. Anyways, he and Fauci, uh, his dad was a, what was his name? I forgot anyway. Anyways, they all become a blur. When Fauci and that senator, Rand Paul, that's what it was. Paul Ryan, Rand Paul. I'm Paul Truesdale. Jeez, let me get, hang on a second. I got to read my name tag. Yep, I'm Paul. Well, let me check my underwear. Yep, still Paul. So you got Rand Paul and you got Fauci doing their thing. Who cares about it? It's all just, again, kabuki theater. But Fauci didn't answer the question. He refused to answer the question. And that's the thing that really irks me. I mean, it really does. It's just not that tough, you know? I mean, just answer the question. Did you supply money, directly or indirectly, to Wuhan for virus research? And the answer is yes. Now, the other thing let's move into is uh, translations. One of the things that we're finding is that this nation doesn't have a lot of people who understand Chinese. It's a big deal because when you can't communicate efficiently and effectively, you can have things like wars. So one of the problems that you see when we read things, we read reports from China. And it's such a complex language with several, well, multiple variations and different terminologies and yada, yada, yada. What one person will say, well, this means that we did not do research. Well, then someone else will say, we did not do research on that, that particular item. You know, you, it's just all over the board. So it's like saying when you're Bill Clinton, well, it depends upon what the word is is you know the meaning of the word is anyways i'll never if you get a chance go to youtube go to youtube and you can look up that deposition in the monica Lewinsky case but the big thing is what i find is that values in business for major global corporations only matter 
when it affects the bottom line. When the bottom line is affected, that's when people will take a stand. With Nike, again, they turn a blind eye to some of the, oh, well, how do I word this? I got to be polite about this. The unbelievable treatment of human beings in China. I mean, hell's bells. You know, they had a guy in, in North Korea. Uh, he upset uh, little Kim. And so he was tied to a post, and they uh, fired artillery shells at him and blew, him, blew his behind the kingdom come. So I don't know what to say about that. It's just I find it frustrating. Uh, some people, maybe they don't. But to me, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really frustrating. Be back in 30 seconds. So do you sense that there's a decline in the pride of being an American? Do you have a sense that there's no consensus as to what American is? Do you have a sense that uh, schools don't teach American pride, traditional American history in any way, shape, or form? I feel that way. To me, it seems like, you know, we have a lot of people running around talking about things that, you know, don't make a lot of sense. It's just a dog wasting their air barking. But I do know that one of the things that we are deeply into right now, we're looking at, and I'm, eh, it's, it doesn't surprise me. Remember, correlation is not causation. Correlation is not causation. So what I'm going to talk, talk to you now about it's kind of cool, kind of dangerous, kind of something or another. It's sort of like... Uh, Bye-bye now. Here's the way it works. Assassination. I want to talk a little bit about assassination. You know and I know that. The Russians have been assassinating people for years. We assassinate people, for God's sakes. Trump ordered the assassination of basically the next leader of Iran, the general that was blown up. Not going to get all the details. Caused a lot of stinks. That was a lot of stinks. That was a lot of stink. You know that Bush 41, there was an attempt on his life when he got out and pissed his son off. And when 43 got in office, uh, we went to war, okay? Again, we had 911. It is interesting that the Patriot Act was passed within days, right after 911. Massive piece of legislation, thousands of pieces, pages long. Wow, that was pretty cool how they did that, huh? You can't, you can't uh, get two people to agree on anything overnight, but you can get all these people to instantaneously create legislation. I don't know. It's uh, not quite sure how these things work. Do they think I'm doing this for fun? Yeah, sometimes it's a little frustrating. But here's what I do know. Cuba, this is a big deal. Cuba announced that they are not going to give their people an RNA virus uh, vaccine. Instead, they said, we're going to do a traditional vaccine we're doing some traditional medical procedures, and the efficacy rate on this thing is between 91 and 92%. Okay, that was on July the 8th. That's when they said they were, they had announced that they've, they've kind of they've bent the curve. They're doing fine. But what's interesting is on September the 11th, okay, 7 11 day, 
everything broke loose, riots, people were screaming about health care, yada, 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 in Cuba. Well, I would ask you to look at the morbidity and mortality rate in Cuba. I don't want to go to Cuba. Let me make it real clear to you. I'm really happy where I'm at. But it's interesting that when they came out in contravention to the World Health Organization, all Billy Hell broke loose. I also would like you to always remember, never forget, that the guy in Haiti that was assassinated, Haiti also had rejected the WHO. And I'm not listening. Let me make it real clear. I don't think these guys, especially in Haiti, are the, are the sharpest crayons in the box. They're not the sharpest, brightest stars in the sky. But you should understand, this guy said, no, we're not doing this. And then we have a connection between the assassins and the United States government. Of course, you know, these people are, this story is, you know, going away. Maybe you heard about Burundi. Have you heard about Burundi? Okay, so it's Burundi, Burundi, I don't know. Tomato, tomato, half a dozen the other. Anyways, in Burundi. You do realize this guy who was, for all apparent reasons, healthy, suddenly had a heart attack. Suddenly had a heart attack. His country, they are a non-vax. Nope, no vaccine here. They said that their studies show that 95% of the people that got the COVID recovered anyways through normal routine care. Again, WHO, everybody in the UN, United Nations, Europe, America. Whoa, bad, bad news, bad news, bad news. Funny thing on the way down the road in Tanzania, that guy had a heart attack, the same damn thing. Now, that guy's a little bit odd, okay? Let's be real blunt about it. Not only does he not believe in the vaccine, he believes in praying the vaccine away. Kind of like praying the gay away. Whatever, but all he knows is he's anti-vax. And then we have an attack on his life, okay? Or he had a heart attack. Listen, I'm sorry, let's go back and he had a heart attack. The next one is Madagascar, okay? <laughs> now, Madagascar is not exactly known for their rocket scientists. They're not exactly known as being an economic power. But it used to be a French colony. And guess what happened? There was an attempted assassination on the leader of Madagascar. And this makes five of these that have happened in just a few short, this is a short period of time. If you come out and say, nope, not going to do this, you tend to get whacked or you tend to die. So six people have been arrested. That Of the group that have been arrested, six of them are French nationals with ties to the French military. And I believe they're actually citizens of France as well. It just makes you kind of go, ooh, that's not good. You might not want to say this. So get the jab or you're in deep doo-doo. Get the jab or you are in deep doo-doo. I think that is something that we should actually be talking about. To me, I don't know about you, to me that's a little scary. Um, what I don't want is I don't want somebody to come in and do one of these things. And like I said yesterday, always remember, never forget, the English are leading the charge 
with this. It may seem very controversial to some people, but the reality is that we now need forced vaccinations on the unvaccinated population. If not now, at some point over the next year, we are going to have to use force to vaccinate those who would otherwise delay and make impossible the herd immunity that we so desperately need. Now, how we go about forcing these people to become vaccinated or to volunteer or to be physically held down and vaccinated, I don't know. But what I do know is we will probably need the police and the army and the community to come together and to knock on some doors and say, look, guys, you know, time's up and it's time to have your jab. It's not going to be pretty, but I do think it's the moral thing to do. And although some conventions prohibit it, I do think we can work through that. (laughs) Yeah, not funny at all. And always remember, never forget, if you are with a three-letter agency and you think I'm an anti-vaxxer, you're wrong. If you are, uh, you think that I support the vaccine, you're wrong. All I am is an investment advisor, and I believe in good old-fashioned common sense, connecting the dots, follow the money, just like everybody else. And that's one of the things that's hard to do, taking the emotions out of the decision-making process. I want to welcome the uh, number of people that have joined our uh, firms in the last few uh, weeks. Welcome aboard. You will have access to a whole lot more of these types of discussions. Go to your dashboard. And if you don't have access, let me know. We'll get you access. For those of you who don't have access, you'll be getting it very soon. What do you say we get out of here? This is Paul Truesdale. Thanks for joining me. Yes! I'm out of here. This has been the Paul Truesdale Podcast, sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting. For more information about fixed-cost financial and long-view forecasting, visit the website for the conglomerate of Truesdell Companies at truesdell.net or call the corporate offices for the Truesdell Companies at 212-433-2525. That's 212-433-2525. All rights reserved. Oh.